1982. Joining me in the studio this morning, I have got Nancy Mowen, Executive Director at the Jameson Community Center. How you doing, Nancy? I'm good, son. How about you? Good. Uh, last time I saw you was at uh, our Halfway to Freezing for Food. I know you've been on the air with Vanessa before, but the last time I saw you was uh, Freezing for Food. How you been? I've been good. We've been really busy. I appreciate that food from Halfway to Freezing for Food because that was about the time our pantry numbers really started to escalate again. So that all that food that we collected that day lasted um, less than three weeks. No kidding, because we, I mean, it seemed like we were bringing in a ton of food and a ton of money. Three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. Three weeks. That's that's how much the need is right now. It is. Right. It is. We've we've definitely seen an seen an increase in that. Inflation has impacted sure. all of us. Sure. Sure. How'd the summer go? What, what all went on this summer at, well, we at the had, Jameson's Community Center? So in addition to our normal programs that run all the time, uh, we had summer meals where we served lunch to area children. We did our STARS distribution on the 12th. So those were backpacks filled with all the school supplies from the teacher's list for area students. We had students from all of the different schools in Warren County. It's really nice to be able to do that. A shout out to Community National Bank. They sponsor that program, so they solicit donations from other businesses. And then I give them a list, and they go out and do the shopping, which is incredible. Sure, sure. Area churches also contribute to that. We give a specific item to different churches, and they collect that one item. That way we have the quantities we need. And, and the items we need, most importantly, for the kids. So that was awesome to be able to do that. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a pretty well-oiled machine now, right? With everybody it is. Doing, doing, playing their little part. It and is. And school supplies are so, so important. When we talk about food, of course, we talk about clothes, too. But you got to have the right you gotta have the right stuff when you get to school. The tools matter. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm older and I think of those stupid silver scissors <laughs> when I was like in first and second grade. Right. And I'm not the most coordinated person in the world, so I'm a little challenged anyway. <laughs> but you give me those silver scissors, and all I could do was fold the paper in half. Yeah, you try to stretch it out. Yeah. So yeah. our kids get Fisker scissors that work really no, well so, in the classroom. So you personally say we're going to get good scissors. We are getting yes, good scissors. Yes. So they get all the name brand items that work well so that when they go to school, not only do they have everything they need, but they have the right tools. Yeah. Good. To give them the best chance for success. Good for you. There's uh, there's there's a lot of folks doing the, the whole school supply thing, and I th- I think that's great. For one, it's expensive, and mm-hmm. and uh, so the yeah. parents are already challenged financially, uh, and they want their kids to have the right stuff to get to school. So I think it's great. That's awesome. Good. Good. We serve about a hundred kids through that each year. Wow. And then we also gave supplies to recharge to distribute in the teen center as well. So that's a that's a really cool partnership that it we is. have with them. That's that's just a cool deal that they have going on there anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. And we have a pantry inside, and um, we supply food for them so they can do the cooking classes, all of that stuff. Again, the you know the basic necessities mm-hmm. are so important. Yeah, nothing extravagant. For all just of the us. basic stuff. Right, 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 right. What yeah. else? What else went on this summer? We had um, our learning center 
wrapped up for the summer on the 11th of August. Um, we had quite a few kids graduate, and I'm I had you can't see me, but I have this huge smile on my face. <laughs> I'm thinking of this little boy who started with us in first grade. We lost track of him for a little bit during COVID. Um, and then when school resumed the following year, we caught back up with him, and he graduated this summer. He did not want to leave. <laughs> uh, you're doing something right. He said, please, can't <clears throat> I stay? <laughs> <laughs> and he, you know, so here's a little boy who, when he started with us in first grade, didn't even have all of his letter recognition. Wow. Let alone reading skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is hitting all standards for his grade level, and he I have no doubt he will be very successful in school. That's awesome. Good it's for just, you. It's amazing to be able to give them that firm foundation, not only academically does it help them, but it also really increases their self-esteem. Sure. Socially, and, sure. And when kids have high self-esteem, they are willing to take on more challenges. Confidence is such a huge thing with, with youth. Um, and I look, and I'm talking from the sports side, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm the, the, I'm a sports guy. Confidence is so huge when it comes to sports and just kids in general. Some have a lot of confidence, and some could use a little bit. If we could just even that out a little bit where everybody's yeah. got the same confidence. When you give them a chance to be successful, and then you build on those, you continually build on those successes and their strengths, mm-hmm. they yeah. can do amazing things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the Learning Center part, just give, for the folks that don't know what exactly that part is, a little bit of detail on that. So that was initiated by Patty Foundation. We started that in 2017. We provide tutoring for children in first through sixth grade. Last fall, we added, in addition to the children that we were serving from Warren, they're all from Warren County Schools, we um, formed an, an additional partnership with Monmouth Roseville School District to provide tutoring for additional kids. So we have a three-year contract with them to um, provide that service for additional kids. So nice. we've been able to expand that program. Um, it's really, I have, I have goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think about what a difference that makes. When you, when you talk about tutoring, automatically what comes to mind is high school kids getting tutoring. Tutoring at first through sixth, that's the formative years. That's probably, even, that's more important than, than tutoring later on. And we don't, and we don't do homework help. So we have our own curriculum that we purchased. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And we do work in the fundamentals of reading, writing, math, and science. That gives those kids the firm foundation so that they're able to do their homework without help. The uh, junior high years in high school can be a struggle if you don't have that, if you don't have that foundation. Absolutely. Yeah, makes a huge difference. Sure so we're, does. we're thrilled to be able to have that program. Good, good. Um, anything else happen over the summer? Or? So we did, yeah, there's, we had some, um, a big change in programming 
um, again this month. We've had a really busy month of August. <laughs> you always have busy months. <laughs> we do. We do. That's true. Uh, we did a shift um, for a long time. The stigma of using our services has really bothered. It's really bothered me. And there, there's a stigma associated with it. Doesn't come from us. Sure, sure. It's hard for people to ask for help when they need it. And our pantry was an area that especially bothered me because food is such a fundamental need. And the way that our building was set up, people were coming around to the back of the building to use the pantry. And many of the people who came to visit us would start with an apology or feel the need to explain why they were there. That, that also bothered me a lot. Our pantry area is our storage area, which is what it is now, was it's not very big. And to have people come in to the pantry and do choice in non-COVID was challenging. With COVID, they're just, it was too confined to have people coming mm-hmm. in and out all the time. So we were packing up boxes, which is not the preferred best practice. Right, right. So in August, we were closed. We were closed for about three weeks. We did a shift and moved the shopping area of our pantry into our thrift store. It's now called the Community Marketplace. I like that. Yeah. And when people come in, we have the pantry area in one section. So we have shelves available and they're labeled with how many items people can select based on their family size. We have a refrigerator and a freezer in there. So they have their their cold food and the frozen food. Right now, we're getting a lot of fresh produce from people in our community who have gardens. Greatly appreciated. Families are thrilled to have that. It has been just wonderful. We've been open for about two and a half weeks, and the response has been overwhelmingly excellent awesome good good excellent good so obviously it's just going to keep continuing on then yeah good that's awesome that's a great change it's a great change it um where it's not kind of separated and you know it's all all in one it's all it's all there it it um we really have at the at the core of everything we do the philosophy that every person has value and one person's value is not greater than another's and people should be served with dignity and respect. Good. I can't think of a better mantra to have than that. Right. And this new format really allows us to serve well. Good. Good. Um, with summer winding down, got fall coming up. What uh, What's coming up this fall? We do. So we're gearing up. Um, the Learning Center will reopen the week after Labor Day. We will start doing our weekend meals again. We're looking at the end of September to start that. That gives the school some time to identify 
children who might be in need of food in their homes. So we'll get the list um, or get the numbers from the schools. We don't get a list. We get the numbers from the schools. And then we will um, every week deliver shelf-stable meals for each child for the entire weekend. So that'll be breakfast, lunch, and dinner for Saturday and Sunday when school is not in session. Yeah, so that's such a good program. It's it's an amazing program. Um, we talk about it all the time on our Freezing for Foods, our Halfway to Freezing for Foods. Sometimes, you know, the kids are looking forward to school just so they can start getting, you know, at least one decent meal. And yeah. you guys are providing, you know, on the weekends, you, you don't know what kind of meals they're getting, but at least you know what they should be getting with, with what you're giving. Yeah, and it it does, the we partner with Riverbend Food Bank for that program. I do that for a couple reasons. One, it's very cost effective, and they have volunteers that actually pack the bags. So we're the go, we're the liaison between the school district, and we do the ordering, and we pay for the the meals that come from Riverbend, and just get get them out to the schools. Just another smooth operation, right? Everything's it, smooth. It works at least really well. Looks like, at least it works looks really like well. <laughs> at least what it looks like from the outside. It looks really smooth. I'm sure it's some days not so smooth on the inside. Well, I, sure. I will say the last <laughs> few years have been filled with probably more bumps than normal. <laughs> sure. Well, I think everybody's had some bumps the last couple of years for sure with the whole but COVID on, thing. On the plus side of that... I think it's helped all of us to be a little bit more flexible in our oh, way sure. of thinking. Yeah. And that's a really good thing. Yes. COVID, nobody wants to go through that again. I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, what we went through the last couple of years, especially the one year. But mm-hmm. we did, you know, like it or not, we did learn some things during that time period. You know, it wasn't wasn't all bad. It was 99.9% bad. But that 0.1%, at least we learned something that we were capable of. That sound does that sound absolutely absolutely like I look back on I look back on where we were in the beginning of 2020 and I look at where we're at now and every program we have has expanded that's an amazing thing that's amazing that that is literally amazing from what from what the past two years have been that that is amazing there's a lot of a lot of places that just folded up shop. I mean, no matter Not, what the business is, but you guys got better. We did. Yeah. And we did that because we have an amazing community. We do. An incredible community. People are very giving. We do. And we when do. you I've said it a million times. I I grew up in this area and I always knew it was a good area until I started working for the radio station. Now, now I really realize how good a community we have. Yeah, sure. and we have more to come. Yeah. We're not done yet. No, no, there, just starting. There's, there's more expansion to come. And all of that, the bottom line is that people in our community can have assistance with basic needs, and when basic needs are met, they can get to the next level. And yeah. that's our goal for each person that we serve. Life is a series of building blocks. It absolutely is. And we, you know, we all get help to be where we're at. There, there aren't any of us who have, have 
become the person we are in isolation. Right. Somebody owes something to somebody at some point along the way. Absolutely. Everybody. And it's a wonderful thing when people work together and lift each other up, we can all be our best. I like it. It's so positive. I, I always feel better every time you come in here. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Sean. You're always so uplifting and positive. It's, it's awesome. Um, anything else the folks need to know on behalf of the Jameson Community Center? I just I need to do a shout out to our senior nutrition crew. When the pandemic started, we were delivering about 65 home-delivered meals each day. In October, we added, October of 21, we added Mercer County to our area of service. Um, We are now serving about 200 people home-delivered meals each day. Wow. That's That's a lot of miles. And just a huge shout out to our staff who have stepped up and and stepped outside of their comfort zone maybe a little bit um, to be able to do that and expand. Our drivers are just, they're phenomenal. We have not had a waiting list through all of this. We have just continued to figure out how we can add people, and the money has, you know, we've, we've worked that problem out. Um, community contributions, additional grant funding, just a combination of a lot of things. But I only have so many trucks. <laughs> right, I was going to say, that's a so lot of miles. Our drivers um, are... They're pretty much at max capacity right now for the number of meals they're each delivering. And they are so caring and compassionate about the people they serve. So huge shout out to our drivers in our kitchen. Nice. I like it. Nancy, so uh, thank you so much for coming in and, uh, and sharing what's going on at the Jamison Community Center. Always good things, always positive things. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next month. Thank you, Sean. Nancy Mount, Executive Director of the Jamison Community Center here on The Morning Show. We'll be back.